Hello and welcome to Cavalcade of America from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Cavalcade of America, sponsored by DuPont, maker of better things for better living through chemistry, presents Robert Young as Commander Howard Gilmore in Take Her Down. Commander Howard Gilmore and the words he spoke before he died. Take her down. But legends are made by living men, and so this is the story of a man. It is told by those who knew and loved him best when he was alive, his wife and the men of his command. What each of them saw best and loved him for. The many-sided picture of what a man must be to ascend into the immortality reserved for heroes. And so tonight, in commemoration of Navy Week throughout the nation, Cavalcade is proud to present Take Her Down. Our star tonight is Robert Young, soon to be seen in Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's Canterville Ghost. Tonight's Cavalcade, Take Her Down, was written by Norman Roston and Robert Richards, with Robert Young as Commander Howard Gilmore, United States Navy. He was my husband. It's hard for me to think of him or remember him as anything but that. I suppose there are always things about someone you love that you know better than anyone else in the world. Sometimes they're just little things you've always taken for granted. And when other people find out and make a big fuss about it, you're surprised. I always knew he was a brave man. And strong. Because he had strength enough for both of us whenever mine failed. It did sometimes, when he went away and I didn't know when he was ever coming back. It was like that when I saw him off on that last trial run. I'd gone down to see his new command, and we were standing there looking at her just before he went aboard. Well, there she is. What do you think of her? Beauty, huh? She's a beautiful ship. Do you call a submarine a ship? No, darling, you call her a boat. My boat. I'm her skipper. Yes. She is beautiful. Well, she's more than that, though. She's got power. Power like a uh, healthy young animal. You can see it in her lines, too. Darling, is it true that a skipper loves his boat more than he loves his wife? <laughs> well, it's not true about this skipper. Howard, I've tried not to think about it, but I've got to ask you. Sure. How long this time? Well, I don't know, darling. Sealed orders. Not very long, though. Sealed orders. Sealed under the sea. So far from home. I try not to be afraid, Howard, but when I sit alone at night and look at the map, it just seems you're lost in an endless world of water. I'm never lost. Are you sure? Well, I always know where I am. I always know where my home port is, and I always know where you are. Now there's all this talk about war in the Pacific. I love you very much, Hilda. Oh, up to now, we've been so lucky. What if... Look, Mrs. Skipper, no if. I'm coming back. Remember that, will you? All right, darling. I'll remember. In eight weeks at the latest. 
And I want you to be right here on this very spot, see? I'll be waiting. All right, then. See that you are. Because I'll be waiting. My name's McCabe. I, um... I'd never served under him before, and neither had any of the other officers or men. But we hadn't been out of port 24 hours before I knew what kind of a man the skipper was. To me, he'll always be the best natural-born leader of men I've ever known. He was like a great football coach. He had a genius for getting men to work together as a team. And that's half the battle on a sub. Because at first, a sub crew's just a bunch of men thrown together inside of a, an iron eggshell. Somebody's got to make a team out of them, and nobody in the world can do it but the skipper. You find out about a man pretty quick that way. I know I did. The whole crew Talk up the trader with a minute. Doug, I'm trying to read. Oh, you're trying to read. Hold on, this is important. Listen. Anyone stranded on a beach or a shore should find an abundant supply of food on the beach at low tides. Eating a turtle egg is relatively simple. Vital food in one end of the elastic shell and use the contents into the mouth. Hey, uh, what's the name of that book, Professor? I shall find in the South Pacific Island. Like a hardly wait. Hmm? Well, there's people who can't think they can. All you can get in the trouble in these things. You know that, don't you? What are you squawking about? You enlisted. What does that crack mean? Anything you want to make of it? Listen, you... All right, all right, all right. Pipe down here. Pipe down. Ah, uh, the... What's the trouble here? More the boys just have a little argument about the dangers of submarine warfare. That's oh, you're getting a little jumpy, huh? Well, the skipper will take that out of you. If he's the right kind of a skipper. What do you mean the right kind of a skipper? You'll find out, son. We're heading for the test grounds now. We're going to run a rock channel through reefs. Submerged. Submerged, huh? Suppose we don't make it. We'll make it. Uh, gangway, fellas. Uh, skip it. <clears throat> Manager, man. I just uh, want to say a couple of things. This isn't going to be a speech. We're all down here together now. And we're going to have to work together from here on out. We'll sort of get acquainted and find out about each other as we go along. Every man has his weak points and his strong points. We'll find out about those, too. But our job is to make the best possible combination with all the human material that we add up to between us. I guess Chief McCabe has told you our first job. We're running a channel, submerged. I won't say it isn't dangerous, it is. But it isn't half as dangerous as what we may be up against later. Because don't forget, we're training for war, if and when. It's a job, that's all. Every man will be a part of it. Every man can feel that he shares equally in success. There aren't going to be any failures. Now just take it easy and you'll be all right. Any questions? All right, at the station. A 
little noise would help. Or if you could see something. All right, pipe down, you guys. Pipe down. Give us a position as soon as you can, Shane. Aye, sir. Gee, when you think about all those rocks out there, that's what I make it. Just don't think about it. According to our navigational fix, Captain, we're at the entrance of the channel now. Course 245 should carry us through. Okay. Steer 245. 245, aye, aye, sir. Steady on 245, Captain. Watch your depth, Davis. Channel's tricky. Reefs and tides. We're at 63 feet now, Captain. Good control. What speed, Wagner? Pit log shows three knots, sir. We at the turning point, Shade? About a minute, sir. All ahead, standard speed. McCabe, right five degrees rudder. Better swing slowly. Aye, aye. Rudder, right degrees. Five. Swinging slowly. Bring up the 50 feet. Periscope. Here's a set of bearing shades, the other plot. Bishop Rock, 342. Right tangent on bluff, 087. Tall spire, 245. Down periscope. Right in position, sir, in the channel. What's your course, McCabe? Two, six, zero, sir. Steady, you're up. We're losing depth control, sir. The current's flowing, sir. Being washed up, sir. All ahead, emergency. Hard dive on both planes. Got it now, Captain. Control all right. Clearing the channel now, sir. All ahead, two-thirds speed. Up periscope. Steady as you go. Watch your depth carefully. Danger bearing pass. All ahead, standard. Oh, we're clear. We're through. We're through. Gilmore was an iron man, that's what he was. He put us through hoops like I'd never been through before or since, but he was a real skipper. There was nothing he just out he couldn't take himself, and more. When he got tough, and he could be plenty tough, every man aboard knew why. Not just to, to show his authority, but to teach us something that someday might save the lives of all of us. We didn't know then how right he was. There was a time I was standing watch on the bridge. We were surfaced at night during practice maneuver. Uh, I wonder how long we keep this up, Red. Until he figures we can do it right, I guess. Well, I'm too tired right now to do anything right. Gee, it's pretty nice, though. I wonder what Irma's doing tonight. Oh, she's probably wondering what you're doing. You know, I told Irma before I left, don't feel attached to me, I said, because I won't have a return address for quite a while. If someone else comes along, I said, follow your instinct. 
I should never have said that. Oh, well, what's the difference? She probably would anyway. There it is. Hey, uh, Oh, boy. On the hat, on the double. Here it is, closer. All ahead, one turn. Close all, Vince. Level off, 60 feet. Hold it, hold it, hold it. I got you. Too slow. You're too slow. Now listen to me, all of you. Come on over here. <laughs> now for the last time, when I say crash dive, I mean crash dive. When I say take her down, I mean take her down. Can't you understand that five seconds can mean the difference between getting down and being blown out of the water? We're not playing a game here. This is life and death. Now, come on. We'll do it again. Some of the men are pretty tired, sir. What's that? Nothing, sir. Of course they're tired. We're all tired, sir. We're not going to quit till we hey, got Excuse this. me, sir. But here's a radio message. You ought to see to it right away, sir. What's that? Well, men... I guess we won't be doing any more training tonight after all. The Japanese have just attacked Pearl Harbor with war. Those dirty sons of... Near the combat zone, that ought to make you feel good. And maybe I ought to say this. I believe in this crew to the last man. And I hope you believe in me. Because school is over. From now on, we're all teachers, and the Japs will be doing the homework. think of them as a scrapper. Somehow the skipper reminded you of a thoroughbred hunting dog. Once he caught the trail, nothing in the world could shake him. Never thought of the danger. You'd just see that old light in his eye and you'd know he was thinking about the excitement and the chase and the kill. We'd all catch the spirit from him. After Pearl Harbor, we went hunting for keeps. We were heading for a Jap harbor in the South Pacific when it submerged and hot on the trail. Aren't we in yet? Ought to be any minuscule. I got a hunch we're going to draw our first blood. Mm -hmm. Well, I sure hope that's what it is. Because I know something's going to happen. <laughs> Keep your ear to that sound detector, Shade. Oh, all right. <laughs> He's like a kid that's just hooked his first fish. Three. 
anybody who tells you he isn't is either a liar or there's something wrong with him. I know you see me or Lieutenant Davis going about our business. Maybe we look to you as though we didn't have a care in the world. But I'm scared. Lots of times. I get lonely, too. Think about home. It's one of those things about war that nobody talks about much and most people don't even hear about. Fear. But they're afraid, too. Don't forget the Japs and the Germans. Maybe that's what war comes down to. Us hanging on, them hanging on, until they're more scared than we are and they show it and we know it. And then it's over. The war is won. You see what I mean? Yes, sir. So just hang on. Take it easy and you'll be all right. Yes, sir. I know I will now. I'll send you around that book. Good night. Good night, sir. Thank you. like that is different from other men. There's something there that most of us will never know about. It's not just a skipper being killed in action. That happens all too often in our kind of war. It's choosing to die. That's what you've got to try to understand if you can. Choosing to die. We were cruising on the surface. Skipper was catching a nap in the conning tower. I was on deck with a watch dust. The sun had just gone down. Hey, Lieutenant Davis, look out there, starboard. Well, what about it? thought I saw something like a shadow, starboard. Well, I don't see anything. Must be your imagination. Yeah, I guess it was a cloud. Kind of foggy out there. Say, wait a minute. There is something out there. It's a ship. Ship sighted off starboard beam coming by fast. Man in your battle stations, make ready your tools. Order ahead of emergency. What's up, Lieutenant? Get right, Ronnie. Going by parallel off starboard, looks like. The starboard sees is blacked out. Get the skipper. Yes, right behind you, David. Oh, radar off starboard, Captain. Uh, no time to submerge. He's coming by in a straight line. Keep left rudder, McCabe. Left rudder, sir. We'll bear left and swing for a shot with our stern tube. She spotted us. She's, she's, she's turning in on us. That means she's going to try to ram us. Sound the collision alarm. <laughs> to do. Left full rudder, all ahead full. Left full rudder, all ahead full, sir. We'll never get a torpedo shot at her now. Foul or stern tubes, Davis. We're going to have to ram her. She's a big ship, sir. I know, I hate to do it. Even if we get away with it, it'll crumple our ball like a paper bag. But it's ram or be ram. I guess you're right. Circle the ram. Beginning to circle, sir. We can catch her with her bow away. He's coming in fast, Captain. Try to throw off a bit. Right full rudder, all stop. Right full rudder, all stop, sir. Left full rudder, all speed. Left full rudder, all speed, sir. All ahead, emergency. And we got there first. Full fast. Here it comes. We've ripped her open, sir. She's listening. We better pull out fast. Clear the bridge. Stand by to dive. Watch out! Oh, Keep your head down! Ah. 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 
bridge, sir. The hatch is shut tight. Let me go. He's out there, sir. We can't leave him, sir. Skipper's orders. Take her down. Orders, do you hear me? Down. Down? Aye, aye, sir. Pull out your depth. Fifty feet. Fifty-five. Sixty.